Our deepest apologies for the extended absence from the show, everybody. Uh, it turns out four dudes in their 20s trying to survive without a Patreon uh, can actually get busy enough for uh, to not be able to do a podcast. But we're back and stronger than ever, uh, especially since Carl is still absent this week, which means this is an all-content, <laughs> no-poop-joke episode. Uh, so with no further ado, back to your regularly scheduled Red Star. Many months has come and gone since I wandered from my home. In those Oklahoma hills where I was born Many a page of life has turned Many a lesson I have learned Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong Way down yonder in the Indian nation Ride my pony on the reservation In those Oklahoma hills where I was born now we're down yonder in the Indian nation The cowboy's life is my occupation In those Oklahoma hills where I was born I'm Adam Burnett, and this week we've got Parker Nelson and Stephen Lastman on the show, and this is Red Star Over Oklahoma. We are a small political and news podcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma. This week... We're going to be discussing Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez's Green New Deal, um, all of the developments with Michael Clint, Michael Clint, Michael Cohen, and Michael Flynn. Uh, maybe we should call him Clint. Um, They're a tag team, Clint. Yeah, yeah. Clint, Col- Colin, I don't know. Uh, and then we're going to jump onto Oklahoma news, as always. We're going to discuss uh, a proposed bill um, for a program for low-income pregnant women uh, and what one of uh, our great state senators had to say uh, about it before discussing some um, nebulous practices at the Oklahoma County Jail, of course, before jumping into a conservative reading list. Uh, so let's jump right in. I'm going to hand it over to Stephen to handle uh, the Green New Deal. So here you go. Well, there's been a lot of word in the news about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Green New Deal. Um, and most recently when she sat in on Nancy Pelosi's office until they were willing to negotiate and talk about the deal. Um, and it's got a lot of people talking. Um, some key components of the deal... Um, are mostly, <laughs> I lost my place. It's, uh, it, it, uh, it should be under section six, except that it's not, it's not taking me to the right place either. Did she take it down? Um, yeah, I do not see it on the website anymore. Uh, wow, she must have taken that down. Um, wow, well, okay, guys, um, that's... New <laughs> fucking story? Uh, um, well, let me most... see if I can... I've got it here, uh, most recently, last we heard was that the Green New Deal is a resolution calling for a bunch of far-reaching liberal goals to decarbonize the economy within the decade by reshaping the electric power, agriculture, and transport sector, but it includes few details outlining how to get there. Um, This is likely too ambitious for many Democrats and would stand zero chance of getting past Senate Republicans or President Trump, but the concept has become an important rallying cry for the need to address climate change. Um, and, and I mean, um, some of the, some of the things in the Green New Deal, um, that she has, uh, that, that I just, I just remember from having read it, which it's, I, um, uh, it's strange. Uh, I, I put that up last night. I'm, I'm kind of shocked that she removed it from her website, um, within 24 hours, um, which is yeah, strange. Um, but um, she doesn't I, leave homophobic tweets tweets up for like six <laughs> years. You know what I'm saying? So she she's learned. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, but one of the one of the some of the major provisions, and uh, I think Stephen, you can talk about it even more because um, this is kind of your uh, area of expertise. But one of the big ones I know was uh, pushing for a 100% renewable energy. Which I mean, we're gonna have to get there eventually because we're gonna run out of oil like much sooner than later. Um, and then uh, working on the production of a uh, smart eco power grid um, that would use uh, electricity a lot more efficiently. And I always love, and like I said, I, you know, I think, I think Stephen, you can talk about it a little bit more about how those policies can come into effect. But I, I always love the efficiency of socialists. Yeah, it's the also the thing that you know makes Russia happen. But oh man, efficiency, ah, so much better than this. <laughs> capitalist waste 
Well, and it's also nice to finally hear someone saying, like, hey, we actively need to be working on this now because we're all going to die from climate change if we don't do something immediately. Because <laughs> we should have been doing something 40 fucking years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is getting um, a decent amount of traction. Bernie Sanders has thrown his weight behind it. Um, a lot of the more centrist stems are, of course, decrying it as uh, unreasonable or uh, not the time to split the party. Um, after her sit-in against, after her sit-in with Nancy Pelosi's office, um, so a lot of them are saying now is not the time to be divisive against the party because they'll just keep putting off climate reform until we're all drowning in the boiling oceans. Well, or it'll be like uh, I don't know if you guys saw that movie uh, 2012 where. Um, <laughs> Uh, every uh, where have those movies been? <laughs> well, okay. So here's what I think happened. I think that they got too close. They, they they had an Icarus moment. They flew too close to the sun because <laughs> oh, if you if you guys remember the plot of 2012, essentially everybody dies in the whole world, and we have another flood. Except the rich knew that that was going to happen, and so they just built yachts. And their yachts are like awesome, and they've got all kinds of stuff, and they just live on these yachts, and they're fine. Um, and I really think that that is like. 80% of Congress's like plan. They're just like, dude, stop. They're trying to build the spaceship from uh, Elysium. Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> Wally, whatever um, movie you want to uh, attach this to. But yes, <laughs> they're trying to get I their mean, way off I, this rock. That's why they're attacking the liberal media because they're plan. <laughs> <laughs> outlandish sci fi escape from our. Dying planet. <laughs> um, Back to the carbon tax. Yeah. Well, and I think, but I think, I think that uh, so importantly, um, you know, deals like this moving forward are going. You know, you, these are going to become things that are not uh, questions. That they're going to become things that are. How do we get it done? Um, because it's. I mean, it's going to become a reality um, sooner than later. The price, you know, we're going to get to a, a point where oil is, you know, the most expensive material on the planet. And when that happens, um, it's it, it, it's no longer become a question. We're just going to be abandoned. You know, we're either going to just be abandoning cars and the price of horses is going to go up or we're going to figure something else out. Well, and that's a major part of this deal is uh, literally, I mean... There's not a lot of details ironed out yet, but it ambitiously proposes to decarbonize our entire economy in 10 years, meaning like a complete zero subsistence on coal or oil or any fossil fuels, um, which, I mean, at the current moment in time seems like a like complete impossibility, but being able yeah. to pull that off would, uh, is really what we need. Super pipe dream, but I mean, yeah, it's definitely a necessity. So I let think me putting it out there. You have to be ambitious with it because. So let me. I mean, they're only going to try and chip away at it. But. So let me pose a question to y'all uh, about this. There's something I saw recently online. Um, y you know, I, I know that all of us would love to move to a complete, uh, you know, real socialist economy, but. Um, in the short term, before we have the political acumen or the revolutionary strength to do so, what should we do with companies, and I'm using Exxon as an example because I think that they're like one of the top two e most evil companies underneath the military industrial complex that exist, um, but what do we do with companies like Exxon who have the money and the engineers to do this? yet have benefited from oil for so long and that the only way we can really fund uh, doing something like this is putting such a regressive tax on carbon as to make it unusable. I mean, that's basically the solution I think most people have proposed, right? Which is necessarily tax the living shit out of it until but, but, but what um, I'm saying is, is, economic it, incentives bring it about. Otherwise, I mean, what are you, are you trying to like asking about dissolving the companies mm -hmm. in general yeah. or trying to like, yeah. I mean, turn them like social, like, like turn this into some social works project that could maybe put these engineers to work putting these sort of socialized infrastructures together. I mean, I think that's also a pretty ambitious 
way to go about that too. I mean, I, th- I think the most likely scenario, especially in the economy that we have now, is going to be the economic incentives that they try to do it themselves. But regardless, it's going to be a fucking shit show, man. I just, well, I like, just, even the term New Deal and Green New Deal is still like a far cry from the original New Deal, which was a series of government and public works projects. I think mm-hmm. this proposes a lot more things like public-private pro- partnerships, of course, because. There's no way to do anything in our current political situation without making some sort of horrible appeal to the private sector. Yeah. Well, and that and that is exactly my, um, my my kind of problem here is that a company like Exxon, who I consider and I you know have have plenty of sources to back it up, um, a very evil corporation, but they have the infrastructure and the technological capability to be the leading edge of. Uh, building, you know, massive renewable energy or a new eco power grid, and so when we apply this carbon tax, which they're going to say, "Oh, we don't want to do that," do we also want to, in the same legislation, in the same breath, go, "Okay, well, here's a two billion dollar loan to, or you know, here's a diversion of two billion dollars in taxpayer funds in grants to Exxon to build this eco power grid." I mean, that, that's the problem. There's, like, they have so much... They have the political capital, first of all. So, like, you're not going to get the votes unless you cut X on a piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, unless we're able to literally just vote out half of Congress, which seems incredibly unlikely. <laughs> At this point, there's no way they're not going to, like, force themselves in there, as well as any other, like, oil company. And also, like, you have to think that Exxon has seen this coming for a while. I mean, you yeah. they had, had the sea level rise report back in the 70s or 80s that they raised their oil platforms to accommodate for the like sea level rise and then did not release the report. Right. Um, so, like, they've seen the writing on the wall for a long time, and they have all of their whatever, like, and I mean, all of it, branches to the environmentalists where they make, oh, we're working on solar power, too, and we're working on things like wind power, too. So, like, they definitely have the technology, and they have to know that the end of fossil fuels is coming at some point. So they have all of this stuff, like, ready to go. Right, but, I mean, this is also, like, trying to... I don't I don't know how far that... Like, like how, how much we can glean, right, from looking farther into the future or how much planning they're doing to, what, diversify their assets. Because invest – I mean it, it would seem intuitive that investing the majority of your capital into a non-renewable resource is pretty fucking stupid <laughs> at the end of the day unless you're just not willing to, like, pull all of it out at some point or, like, put it into something else. And so, I mean, I, I it's it's got to be a really bad balance of, uh, like, or just a, a good, uh, like, just a balance of creating these types of incentives versus, because also, I mean, if we're trying to transition primarily to an, e- like, a power grid, uh, and, and I mean, I'm assuming exclusively for, like, powering homes and cities and those types of things, I think is what we're talking about, because I, I didn't actually get to read it because it's been taken down. Um, but in terms of, like, powering things like cars or other other vehicles with fossil fuel, natural gas, those types of things. I'm assuming that's going to be a much tougher transition, especially a uh, shout out to fucking Oklahoma City and their new uh, fucking tram that we got going on with public transportation. Dude, I never thought I'd see it in Oklahoma City, but I got to actually ride it this weekend. But I, I, we'd have to have a massive increase in like reorganization of infrastructure in like public transportation and those types of things to be able to accommodate for also shifting like all of the individuals and the motherfuckers who love their trucks off of fossil fuels. Oh yeah. I mean, it would take just as long to get us off of cars as it has taken to get to this point. Like it would be another 60 years before we were able to slowly wean our off of our automobile dependence. Well, we might not have 60 years. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, um, um, with that, I think, uh, we'll move on to Cohen and Flynn. Uh, Mr. Nelson, if you want to take it away. Oh man, this has been a good one. Uh, it was kind yeah, of, we've been gone for a while, pretty... so we have a have a have a bit. We don't we don't do, usually do uh, Trump news on here because yeah. <laughs> it, it's not saber yeah. rattling, but it's like actual verdicts being handed yeah. down, which is pretty. This is great. actual news, not just like oh my god, we know he did it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, he did. T- Record on Tuesday that he had paid off two women to silence them before the 2016 election um, at Trump's direction. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We're starting with Cohen, but okay. that wasn't obvious. 
um, and, and admitted that, yeah, like, uh, this is illegal. Um, I shouldn't have fucking done it. Uh, and and, and, uh, and uh, super importantly, the, the at the direction of is really important because that means the uh, New York State Attorney General's office, for all intents and purposes, has uh, Trump as a co-conspirator on a guilty plea. So that's a bad one. Great. Very much so. We'll get to Trump's involvement here in a little bit and, and what are the implications that it can get to him. But Cohen, yeah, like we said, admitted he paid um, adult film stars the hush money. Um, payments were basically uh, affairs that he had with a billionaire with a billionaire in 2006. They tried. To, it was really funny, actually, trying to read through some of these stories um, in how they tried to, uh, which I mean, keep the anonymity of people in like women one and women two, but with literally how how they have come out into the press and been like, "Nah, he paid me." You know, it was just really, really great to read the how, the back and forth of the dialogue. Yeah, they all, tried to all do, of all they of, tried to separate those things. All of Mueller's filings have these vague references to an individual one, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I know who it is. I'm going to tell you guys. The right. puppet master, Baron <laughs> Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's it, Baron. It, I, I swear to God, if anything happens to our precious Baron, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. We're going to get do. the uh, bikers sworn to protect Baron Trump. <laughs> can, we get, can we get leather vests that say bikers <laughs> oh. for baron <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but um cohen did plead guilty to eight charges including allegations that the payments violated campaign finance laws and uh, unrelated charges that he led to ba- that he led that he lied to banks to obtain improper loans and lied to the government to avoid paying taxes so i mean like cohen got to dig or er, uh 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 Mueller got to dig so deep into his shit. Like, literally, it was, I think it was up to, like, what, four million uh, files from Cohen's home, business office, and hotel room, which uh, four million files is a lot of shit. But regardless, I mean, like, we had multiple FBI raids, pulling bank records, communications with Trump's campaign, and information on payments to Daniels and McDougal. Like, I mean, it, it, it was pretty ridiculous. And he concealed more than $4 million as well in income from the IRS so he wouldn't have to pay taxes on it. So, I mean, he's pretty deep in this shit, and it's pretty surprising that he only got three years. I think a lot of people were anticipating a lot more than that. Um, but it was hilarious that one of the audits actually turned up um, 2017, he provided Trump no legal services. His only, um, like, uh, like I guess uh, his only fucking whatever, goddamn, his only bill that he sent Trump was reimbursement for <laughs> for basically paying these women off. Oh so God. that was the only thing they had to find in terms of like taxable and like a taxable transactions between Trump and Cohen for the 2017 year, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Also. Uh, Daniels' attorney, um, Stormy uh, Daniels, Michael Avenetti. Yeah, yeah, Stormy Daniels' attorney. By the way, uh, Avenetti said, like, turned um, to tr- like to fuck it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, New York City man, um, Giuliani. Trump's Giuliani. Yes, Giuliani. it said he said, "Buckle up, Buttercup. You and your client misplayed this hilariously." <laughs> so, quote, buckle unquote, up, Buckaroo. I was like, oh my god. That's so, that's I so like great. how politics is just wrestling now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so I, think, I think two things is, is fun. Uh, one, um, so you, you mentioned all the documents that they've gotten. Um, I, I happen to know this, this offhand because it's a, a, a fun fact, and I, I always love these. But uh, uh, So the OJ trial, it generated... Two floors of records and over eight tons of paper. Okay, I am so excited to hear the volume, <laughs> just just the, the federal buildings that are dedicated to holding the records that Mueller will will use, because <laughs> I can only imagine the just. I'm sure it's not measured in paper like it was in whenever OJ went to trial ninety four or whatever, but my lord. Uh, and the other one is, I, I, I took a uh, white collar crimes class uh, recently, and man, man, you would be so amazed how many of these dudes, the like top bad guys throughout recent history, go down for mail fraud, which is just lying through the mail, which also includes like if you get if you like use the mail for any part to perpetuate a fraud, which is always done, or uh, the tax fraud 
It's just amazing. I just, I just imagine like shitty, shitty mailers going to people's houses or like Sky Mall, but false, and they never Chain actually letters. sent you anything. <laughs> well, uh, one of the cases, one of the cases was um, a guy who basically um, he was running a lemon car scam. And he would sell these people titles to the cars without ever seeing the vehicle. And then when they would get the car, just, you know, wouldn't have an engine or whatever. And they couldn't get him because... Wait, wait, it wouldn't have an engine? I don't know. It was it was a lemon. It didn't work. Um, and, Fair enough. And uh, they ended up... The way they got him was that he kept moving around. He would go to... Basically, he would go to other states to do his deals. And then he would go home to California. But when he would go, but he would mail the checks he got from the people, he would mail them from wherever he was to his California home. And so that was using the mail service to perpetuate a fraud. Bam. Uh. Mail fraud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd, I'm also interested to see like what kind of Indiana Jones sized warehouse they have to store all these documents. Isn't. Cohen's like only other client, uh, Sean Hannity. <laughs> Not anymore, but yes, Not anymore, it was for quite a yeah, while. He's been, he's been pretty quiet on all of this lately. <laughs> go, go turn Hannity's show on right now. He has on, uh, he might have on Joe Exotic. To be really honest, I'm sure he's doing like a 45 minutes with like a like a small monkey. I don't know. Isn't doesn't he basically do whatever Conan O'Brien's show is? <laughs> Basically, but he's like a really shitty cross between Glenn Beck and Conan O'Brien. Like, and I mean, like Glenn Beck could at the very least enunciate words, uh, and Sean Hannity. I don't know. Sean don't... Hannity could. Well, uh, let's uh, let's uh, uh, go on to Flynn. Right, right, right. So Flynn, um, I don't know. Arguably, could be even better, um, and it's ex- and it has nothing to do with Flynn or it, entirely to do with the judge that yeah. was sentencing him um, on Tuesday as well. Um, I, 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 basically, this this judge was just uh, disgusted at his behavior, and he used um, a lot of really great phrases like. Arguably, this undermines everything this flag over here stands for. And God, have you have considered? God, I love judges. Have you considered treason? Have you considered treason, prosecutor? <laughs> like trying to arguably, I mean, you sold your country out. Jesus. Arguably, yeah. And this, this did like Flynn's plea deal, like with Robert Mueller's office, um, and Mueller's like Mueller basically endorsed a no jail sentence. I mean, I, so for like him pleading, based him having a guilty plea towards like. So yeah, he well, lied to he lied to investigators. He pled guilty to lying to investigators, and then. He lied to investigators again between the time he pled guilty and the time his sentence come down. And this judge was like, okay, we're not going to sentence you today because you've lied again. And oh, yeah. They, they pushed it back to March 13th as a delay. And he's like, I can't promise that people who, like, as a high-ranking official in the government, you also lying to other high-ranking officials about working with the Turks. You know, I, I can't promise you a no prison sentence. And so, like, I, I just love Air to one that. somewhere laughing. It it was pretty phenomenal in that, I mean... There's a bunker in in Turkey somewhere and Erdogan is just giggling. (laughs) God. So, so, I mean, Mueller tried to, like, patent this down by saying, like, that the defendant deserves, like, credit for accepting responsibility in a timely fashion, substantially assisting the government. I mean, the... uh, um, What's his, uh, Sullivan, who uh, was the, he's the, the sentencing judge, uh, basically offered, he was like, hey, Flynn, do you, like, are you sure you want to continue with this? Like, uh, they, there was evidence that might have that come up that might have uh, made it look like the government kind of painted a, painted him into a corner in, in, in taking this guilty plea deal. Um, but in term, he, he even offered um, Flynn, he was like, hey, do you want to change your plea? Those types of things before we, like, come back for sentencing and stuff like that. And they were like, nah. Like, he just continues to go on the screen. I am not going to hide my disgust. My disdain, like just, hey, it, it was it's pretty phenomenal that Sullivan goes back and forth, hot, cold. Mm. I, I mean, it. they figured out that that's the move. Like, for they learned from Kavanaugh, just get really angry and indignant, and everyone's like, oh fuck, I guess yeah. <laughs> He's playing good cop, bad cop, but is the only judge <laughs> yes. on a fucking case. <laughs> uh, I don't know. 
what's the Q take on all of this? Anyone know what they're saying lately? Uh, I know <laughs> that some of the far-right forums I look at um, as, you know, uh, hate fuel for my day-to-day -day life uh, uh, have basically, you know, I mean, it's the same thing they always say. Uh, well, honestly, with Flynn, it's been all this stuff that he said. I mean, because we haven't really talked about it yet, but I mean, we, I mean, this was part of what got him in trouble is that after his plea deal, he was basically like, oh, I was misled. I was misled. I was misled. Uh, they lied to me, blah, 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 or like they didn't, they didn't know, or I, I, I should have known, but like that, like the judge said something about this too, but like that's, you don't, you're not the national security advisor for the United States of America. If you, if you don't know that you're not supposed to lie to F, FBI agents <laughs> who ask you questions, like that was basically what he said is, and then like he got like, even Mueller's office was like, no, that's not true. And then he lied again. And so now this is why I, you know, we'll see. We may come back in March 13th and the prosecutors might ask for, I mean, that was, I think, I think this is one of the, uh, we, we pulled a, it's a awful. And you know, I'm, I apologize for my sourcing, but it's a daily beast article, but, um, uh, Parker had said they, the judge asked if it rose, if Flynn's actions rose to the level of treason, um, and the prosecutor said, in terms of evidence, treason is not something we have considered. Uh, and the judge asked if a charge of treason could have been considered. And the prosecutor said that he would not answer the hypothetical. And I'll tell you what, boys, I honestly, I think that that right there, I think they're going to charge them all as co-conspirators. Once they have a couple of these guys in jail, because then they'll sit Trump at a tra table with four dudes in orange. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing worse for a jury than to see your suited defendant sitting next to dudes in orange as co-conspirators. Cause Yeah, especially as co-conspirators on guilty pleas that are being made, mm -hmm. which well, is that's, even a step above that. Uh-huh. It's it's not good. You, it's not a de facto sentence, but it's pretty close. All you have to prove is intent and overact. And overact is any action that moves forward the conspiracy in any way. Those are the two components for being, for being found guilty of a conspiracy. Little law, law facts for you. Little law nuggets. Well, do you have anything uh, more you want to add on Flynn? Uh, I think we're good. I mean, there wasn't really that much that came out with Flynn other than the delay and then this really explosive <laughs> diatribe by Sullivan, which was... Pretty good segue into your diatribe that we're going to get into later, but later. I guess we have the Oklahoma we'll have the Oklahoma news first. Yes, yes, yes. We have Oklahoma news this week, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right in. Um, <clears throat> uh, this is a an awful story, um, and I am just gonna kind of jump right in. Um, a bill was filed this week in the Oklahoma State Senate that would eliminate a uh, Medicaid program for low-income pregnant women. Um, and that is, you know, great, re really awful. Um, basically, um, th it is talking about the WIC program, um, the Women, Infants, and Children, um, and it would cut um, this program pretty severely. And um, the... Of course, I'm, you know, of course, I'm, we're socialists here, so I'm a big fan of diverting taxpayer money to help people in need, especially low-income pregnant women, since that is like the poster child for, uh, you know, uh, at-risk demographics, um, you know, because you're de basically dealing with two people who are at risk and not just one. Um, and so, um, in, in discussing this, uh, bill, uh, another state Senator, Paul Scott, who's a Republican from Duncan, uh, and he filed this bill and he says that he wants to, he wanted to file this bill so that he can restrict the amount of people who can get into this program because basically, uh, well, what he said was that he hoped that, that he would stop state funds from providing healthcare to pregnant illegal immigrants. And uh, this is just a whole ball of awful because, um, I mean, you know, I, I support helping people. But like when you cut a program, assuming that people are using it illegally, even 
that e even if that's not true and even if like using illegally in that sense like even if a like pregnant legal like a, a pregnant immigrant um an, an undocumented immigrant um was using this like they still have to file the paperwork and everything but like cutting the program is just going to make there's less money for everybody like it's not like he can do this and he also can't point to any i mean I, I, he throughout this he doesn't point to any specific individual like he can't he can't po point to one case where he said oh this was used by uh, uh an illegal immigrant but also that's what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that there should be nothing wrong wait, with wait, that. wait 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 blanket yep. xenophobia being used as justification <laughs> for cutting program so i this is fucking this is unheard of please this is groundbreaking uh scott scott uh senator scott has something he would like to tell you i'm going to read his quote for you Parker, and I'll give you the floor to respond. I filed this bill to bring to light the fact that the federal government is forcing states and hardworking taxpayers to foot the bill for illegal immigrants to have their babies in the U.S. This isn't right. They are in the country illegally. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just literally, I, I didn't know a trash can could actually, like, make complete sentences. Because Wait. that is is next level. Like, I, what do you think, I don't even know. What do you where, think, I mean, you basically hit all the nails on the head, but. What do you think his opinion um, on access to um, prenatal care or health care for pregnant women is? You think oh, his. Sure, super <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you? No, did you see that? Um, report that came out just like a week or so ago i think it was that 41 out of the 77 counties in oklahoma does not have a like women's mm -hmm. uh, help center yeah i saw that uh, yeah, yeah it's so deserts there's deserts all over insufficient women's health clinics well, are also now being denied to immigrants well don't worry senator scott has something to say to me and you lassie okay so here's what he has to say because apparently he's a doctor as a medical professional, I understand the importance of prenatal care, but these mothers are illegal immigrants. Our responsibility is to the taxpayers of this state, not illegal immigrants. Like, also, like, workforces and communities are made up of people that, like, might not encompass, like, taxpayers. Like, taxpayers aren't the only people. And also, like, is taxpayers how people get rights? Yeah, but you know he... You know he wishes that they were the only people. He would also deny it to people who don't pay taxes if he could. <laughs> the elderly. I mean... Pure on social so, security. So, prove you have a job before you can give birth. <laughs> we'll keep that I thing mean, in you. Le <laughs> the legitimate question, though, like, this, these are the kinds of things that make me want to, like, cons like actually make me consider how difficult would my campaign and what trouble would I get in actually getting elected just to go to the courthouse just to scream at this man constantly I know I can do that anyway as a non-elected representative but I feel that because he can get up and just say such asinine bullshit that's what we're that doing I can then, that's what this is I mean that's what this is but that I want I want a public platform for my asinine bullshit just like he gets it. And that just oh god damn like how I would spend if I if I were elected this is uh, this is why I can't be allowed elected office is because I literally would go around to every piece of shit like this in the capital every single day and instead of going to session I would just be like yeah you still beat a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, this podcast is the reason why you can't get elected. <laughs> I mean, that's true. There's actually probably more. Yeah, that, no, your Facebook feed. <laughs> your Facebook feed is much more offensive than this podcast. I'll be associated with this podcast, but I won't be associated with your Facebook feed. I have, a, I, have, I, have, I have privacy settings, okay? So I don't know how... I know I give, I give the right to companies to see my Facebook, but do I give the right to everybody else when I'm in, on campaign to see my Facebook? I don't think... I make a public profile. We're good there. Let's let's stop. Let's stop bashing my feed. Thanks. Uh, but... Well, but really, though, it's yeah. like an, an abhorrent piece of shit. And, like, yeah, I can't absolutely. even stress enough how you just try to dehumanize people, like, as well as just use these sort of blanket xenophobic tactics without, like, how to these dipshits get away Money. with like 
I mean, is it money? Yeah, is it exclusively yeah. money? Yeah. Where they literally just are like, uh, let's not take into account. Because, I mean, the amount of garbage I have to do every single day at my job to be able to prove that my clients are morons. I None of them listen to this podcast. I guarantee you. Good. The amount of evidence I constantly have to bring to be able to prove even the most minuscule bullshit in, in the technology industry – where that is just so abundantly lacking on the political sphere is astounding, especially with how many like seemingly intellectual people. I don't know. I well, don't know and I, I think I think this is a, a totally totally off topic, but it's one of my favorite things. Uh, the, the the Kevin Stitt running proposal. Um, well, I'm not a politician. I don't know anything about politics. I don't even really understand what a government is. I believe that the, the I've people, never taken the tax, a civics yeah, like, but like that's those were some of his campaign ads, though. They like re- literally were these people run on oh, the yeah, idea that works. Yeah, it works because people are like, oh, he's not a politician. Yeah, exactly. I'll but like, for him. why? Like that makes like, like Lassie. One of the biggest reasons I like love having you on the show is because of your background and your professional background. Because I can ask you questions about infrastructure, and you have actual real answers because you went to school for it. And yeah. it is just all, all I went to school for is GarageBand. I know, and you can't even help me with GarageBand. <laughs> I have to fix GarageBand every time it breaks. Um, <laughs> but it's just like I, I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I, I know that like the anti-intellectualism that is prevalent in both fascism and like conservatism, but like it just blows me away. Like you wouldn't hire a plumber. Yeah, you wouldn't have like Mark Wayne doesn't sell his plumbing. I mean, maybe he does, but maybe he doesn't. I don't think he does. But he doesn't sell his plumbing by going. Listen, I'm not a plumber. I don't know anything about drains or doo doo. I, I can barely count. I've never used a plunger, and I'm afraid of water. Like, that's not how. That's not how he does anything. So why is that how we pick politicians? Because they don't do anything else for you. Like, I mean, what else has an Oklahoma politician done to benefit the lives of an Oklahoman? So they're just like, fine, I'll vote for not a politician. See if that does something. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, most of the people who, like, were politicians and did that were Democrats and, well, Dixiecrats, and that didn't go yeah. well. But anyway, moving on to our second Oklahoma story for the week. Um, this one I grabbed because, honestly, I thought it would make Parker melt into like literal puddle and I'm really excited about it. Uh, so this is from Oklahoma watch and it is entitled in an unannounced move, Oklahoma jails begin collecting DNA from arrestees. So basically, um, the OSBI has instituted a, uh, new policy. And of course, as with all law enforcement, they don't announce their policies before they put them into action because you can't give the criminals a heads up or whatever. Um, <laughs> and they have basically said that anyone arrested for a felony, and this is arrested, this isn't convicted, this isn't charged, this is arrested. Um, and you can be arrested on a felony when it isn't in the sight of an officer, uh, just based on probable cause. I was cause. arrested on a felony. Yeah. Were we charged with one? No. Yeah, see? So they would have taken your DNA and you wouldn't have been uh, convicted of anything. And so they're basically building a data bank of, of profiles. And the thing is, is that this is just, I mean, you know, like I said, it's just right out of the fascist handbook, you know. You know, the xenophobia, uh, the otherizing. Yeah, literally the, cataloging DNA. Of- yeah criminals yeah. I, like almost assured they'd use for some sort of biometric system they're putting together oh yeah or like, just like denying people anything predicated upon having a criminal background like i mean we applauded oh, yeah. florida for being like fe- felons you know the ability to vote again after they're off the papers or whatever mm-hmm. but like this is fucking next level man and especially like it's just at the top of the article that it yeah, yeah, like like yeah, a, a being like arrested. Even, God damn. 
I mean, the only faith I have in this, is, like the only faith I have in, in the midst of the, being halfway through the story right now, is necessarily with how bad Oklahoma is about funding things and bookkeeping and just overall being just a complete <laughs> shithole about everything. Okay. That I don't think that this will even meaningfully go anywhere near dystopian. But it still is like utterly terrifying that they have the ability to do this without like. Well, I, I think I think I think this will probably be contested in court. Um, because you generally do need a warrant to take DNA. Um, you can agree, of course, but um, you can also say no and continue to say no, and when they take it, you can contest it. And I think it will be contested in court. Um, the arrested thing blows my mind, because I could, I could understand <laughs> doing some of those biometrics if you're going to put somebody in jail, but arrested... That's insane. The Especially since the goal is to connect arrestees to unsolved crimes, which could lead to additional charges. Yep. Are you shitting well, me? You're going to come up with some match uh, matching algorithm to be like, oh, we have this amount of like <laughs> here just DNA they pick up off of a crime scene or something. That, yeah. How shitty of a fucking oh. Well, and not God. just that, but I, I mean, I'm, I don't know necessarily if you guys know. I've I've had to do a little bit of understanding how uh, DNA works, and, and DNA isn't a uh, matching process, it is an exclusion process. Basically, you say, uh, we've excluded, you know, 30 million DNA strands, but we haven't been able to exclude this one from the match. You can't say two pieces of DNA match, you can only say that they don't not match. <laughs> And so well, that it sounds like DNA should never be used in a court case ever for anything because it's not a reliable piece of thing, and that this could only be a tool used to incarcerate heavily more people yep. as like. Uh, 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 You're right. I saw on NCIS CSI uh, <laughs> that they put the DNA in a computer, and then it comes out and it tells you who the murderer is, and you get a satellite picture of their license plate. See, that's what they want. That's what they Enhance. want. That's what they want this DNA thing to be. But they just want it to essentially be a crime, like 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 an old school Adam West Batman crime computer, where you just like put on a put a piece of evidence in front of it, and then just like hit buttons until a picture pops up, and that's who you arrest. And then they're already convicted when you arrest them. You just like beat them up and take them to jail. It's like Superman. You know how Superman he didn't take his. Uh, the the bad guys to like you know the courthouse or like arrest them and have a trial. He would just pick them up and drop them over the prison fence. Like that's basically what they want to be oh, able to yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> um, like but, aren't, aren't there law like just just things against no. being able to like no no you don't even know what my question is but I, I okay fair enough. There there aren't laws that prevent the uh, uh, police retroactive application the, of additional charges like. No, the only thing would be ex post facto law, but that's uh, applying a law that wasn't like, uh, 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 like that's like um, applying a law that wasn't illegal at the, so applying a law that makes something illegal now to you when it wasn't illegal in the past. Like if you got you know arrested for I don't know pot possession, and when you got arrested for pot possession, it wasn't illegal, and then they made it illegal like two years later, and then they went back and charged you with it that's an ex post facto but like even then that's a like judicial common law defense that's not codified anywhere and so no there's not laws that stop the police from doing things they don't legislatures don't really write laws that restrict the police damn well can't wait until they like Bust down my door with a comical 1930s-sized syringe to come take a <laughs> vial of blood from me to see if I might be responsible for some murder. I mean, yeah, it's it's coming sooner than yeah, later. I mean, they're using they're gonna, all of these. I think. I think. Slippery I, slope justifications. Ugh. I well, I think I think that this is uh, the uh, some of the steps in a long way to you know attaching your biometric to. Uh, and, and, you know, there, there are policy, you know, things that are, you can argue for efficiency sake and technology sake, but I think that it's really dangerous in the hands of the state, but even more so in the hands of private industry. But, you know, they're going to tie your bio, you know, when you go to the bank to get a loan, they're going to say, all right, here. Yeah, let's, I mean, they already have an online profile of mm -hmm. like your entire personality. Why wouldn't they try and put together an actual like physical DNA profile? Yep. 
Yep, that'll be the next step, is they'll just start require, you know, you wanna get a job? Okay, spit in this thing, pee in this cup, give us your fingerprints, let us inspect your house. Oklahoma- Sign Oklahoma a thousand year contract. 30 other, over half of the states in the union collect DNA from felony arrestees? Yeah, dude. Bro, do, do, like- Man, I'm not, I more need than, to learn some shit. More Holy than fuck. half of the states have like Republican legislatures, Republican governors, and Republican judiciaries. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah, I mean, we are a just massive prison state. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I actually, uh, we'll, we'll move on to the conservative reading list, but I actually will say I, I chose not to do a, uh, a conservative reading list that had to do with the prison population, mostly because I found this one that was uh, pretty awful, but also because they were basically arguing that we should build more prisons and make more prisons. And I chose to do this story. So we're all just the uh, island from Escape from New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess that would be Manhattan Island. You, you, you just, you, when you're born, you're already convicted and then you have to like earn your way out of jail. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what they're trying to do is be like, well, these immigrant women could be having MS-13 babies. <laughs> You're not rock. Um, I just like ah. Uh, are you gonna make my head hurt even more with this fucking oh, yeah. Republican like with, with this reading list thing? Oh, yeah. Because dude, like literally, this shit in this. Please post this article for these guys, like okay, for, for, for our, our our listeners, because like they literally say what we know will happen based upon what other states have seen is we'll identify repeat offenders earlier in their careers. This will help catch those criminals before they can offend again. It's going to save lives. And so, like, crimes so, unit. We're getting precogs for the brown yeah, people. Yeah, precogs. Like, holy fuck. And not only that, but it's like, like, I, because, like, even you can be even convicted of something on the word of a police officer. Mm -hmm. Fucking, yeah, ugh, that, that's like, the real minority literally, report. Anything can can have like it, it's literally not how the justice system is supposed to work. Like not only that, but like the the, the fuck dipshits, like so, like fucking. Uh, I knew this would make you melt, <laughs> bro. Like you're just cussing. You're not even Sumner, saying anything. <laughs> sorry, Sumner. Like said, like uh, uh, that that like people are like they're getting justifications from people who are okay with it, saying uh, maybe we can catch some of them faster that way. And I'm not concerned about violating their civil rights because by committing a crime, they're violating somebody else's rights. As if like the only two crimes are assault, well three crimes are assault, battery, murder, and I, I, that I, I don't even know what my third one was going to be. Actually, I don't know. I don't. What, I don't. What? 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 Uh, yeah, no. It's... All right, I think you've effectively melted Parker's brain. Well, we're gonna go <laughs> so ahead and see. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can't actually turn this puddle into a gas um, and just <laughs> completely evaporate Parker into the air. Um, before I do, uh, I want to say the Oklahoman's editorial board really outdid itself this week. Um, it, this is a this is a pretty good one. I want to just say before I start, this is a pretty heavy trigger warning for white nationalist apologism. Uh, I wouldn't say that if I didn't think it was necessary because this is pretty pretty bad. So let's start. Um, <clears throat> the link between politics and extremism is weak, and I had to edit that because what it actually says is link between politics, comma extremism is weak. Which is an awful, awful sentence, but... Uh, <laughs> it's not even a sentence, I don't think, actually. I mean, it has, a, it, has a, it has a nominative and a predicate, but it doesn't have That's all fair. the other things it needs, you know, articles and uh, conjunctions. Link between politics, extremism is weak. Yeah. I guess the actual Nazis are not also grammar Nazis. At least not these Nazis. <laughs> Um, Ooh, I just see a big picture of the ADL. The yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the Anti-Defamation League. Um, so here we go. For a host the, of reasons... The league? Do they play a sport? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Brown shirting. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a host of reasons, there's been an increased focus on the white nationalist fringe in recent years, with some commentators implying the U.S. political environment is somehow inspiring people to embrace racism and violence. All right. That's already gonna hurt my soul. But we'll just... Uh, a good start. Yeah, just keep moving. Um, this theory is undermined when one peruses... Uh, 
that's a that's a that's one of them there ten dollar words peruses <laughs> a report by I think the, it's called peruses oh shit peruses <laughs> A report by the Anti-Defamation League Center on Extremism that examined extremists, including white supremacists, who committed murders. In many instances, those individuals appear little more than thugs, not people who took their cues from national political rhetoric. Okay, before I, I, I just want a couple things. One is this, as far as I is this just an apologist yes. for Heather Hare's murderer? Oh, oh, bro, no, that's literally the next paragraph. We're going to get right there. No, that's exactly what this is. It's why I put a trigger warning in it is because, no, that's exactly what this is going to be. So, one, the thugs here, that to me is like the greatest because we're talking about white nationalists and white supremacists. But, like, thugs is the triple parentheses globalist of black people. It's it's the it's it's the same as saying urban youths, it it mm-hmm. like it's just amazing. Um, <clears throat> so, this next paragraph, like I said, everybody breathe and hold on. <laughs> Extremists killed at least thirty four people in two thousand seventeen. The ADL reports, conceding that figure compromi- comprises only a small fraction of the total number of homicides in the United States each year. But the report argues the public impact of such killings can be far greater than for a typical homicide. I wonder why. That doesn't... That's certainly true of two events included in the 2017 total. The killing of a woman at a white national event in Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, Bless up Heather Heyer and way to not include her name. And also... Or that... Oh my god. And an Islamic extremist killing of eight people on a New York bike path. Both via vehicular homicide. I mean, you gotta make sure that the white people aren't the only ones being it. Right, the white nationalists have to have an event, and the Islamics have to always be extreme, so I don't know. It, okay. So, but other cases involve extremists who are a greater danger to their family and associates than to strangers. Um, I'm gonna run through this, these next ones pretty quickly because it's all the same thing, and they're just restating their stupid argument over and over. In Greeley, Colorado, reputed white supremacist gang member Kelly Raisley was arrested for the killing of his uncle, Randy Jean Baker. Baker's wife and sister were similarly arrested. The ADL notes the motive was apparently personal. In Samish Island, Washington, Lane Morris Davis, who posted racist material online, was accused of killing his father. In Putnam County, Georgia, Ricky DuBose, reportedly a member of a white supremacist prison gang, was accused of killing two correction officers while trying to escape from a prison bus. In Tampa, Florida, Devin Arthurs shot and killed two of his roommates for making fun of his recent conversion to Islam. The roommates were all reportedly members of a neo-Nazi group. In Ledwood, Missouri, the head of a traditional American Knights of the Ku Klux Klan was shot to death. His wife and son were charged for the murder. In North Judson, Indiana, a member of the Aryan Circle was accused of shooting and killing a man who was dating his ex-girlfriend. So, like, they're okay, about wait, to... So, did Breitbart have to take down their black crime section, yes. and this is what they replaced it with? The white supremacist innocence section? <laughs> or the, like, anecdote automatically means... Or, or, or for some reason that there's no, leg- like, there's no legitimate reason to kill your Nazi relative. Like, that's the, all I'm getting from this article. Like, and not just that, but, like... People kill people, like, all the time. Like, it happens a lot. And, like, most murders are, like, for personal reasons. Like, that's why most people murder. Like, most people don't get so worked up that they, they you know, commit crazy murders. So, those Your cases... Your five anecdotes, hate crimes aren't real. They're six. Well, We're and, get to like, that his moment. argument is that, yes, murders are often individual, so they can't be, like... So there's no problem with, like, politically motivated extremists like connected murders but when it starts happening everywhere like that's not just individual events uh those cases appear driven far more by toxic personal dysfunction than political inspiration and where politics doesn't rise in the port in the report the messages can be mixed in portland oregon jeremy christian stabbed to death two people who came to the aid of two teenage girls he was harassing one of the girls was black and the other was muslim the ADO reports that christian had attended right-wing events in the portland area but had also been a supporter of Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders. Oh, it's a got Bernie him. bro. Got him. 
Got him. Bernie Bros. Racist Bernie Bro. Mm. All right, so mm. let's, let's. What are we gonna do with them, man? Let's end this so I can get into my rant. <laughs> we gotta. Um, we gotta. Extremism can lead adherents down dark paths that end in violence against innocence, as Oklahoma City learned in April 1995, which should be like the first sentence of this article, and then there should be nothing else. Like, it should just say that. Like, if it was just that sentence, I would be like, wow, the Oklahoma editorial board wrote a sentence. I'm so proud of them, and it wasn't even stupid <laughs> and wrong. Thus, it should always be condemned. Which goes in the face of their entire article and like their Nazi apologism and everything else. Um, but faulty attempts to blame one's mainstream political opponents for the twisted acts of extremists dilute that message and inadvertently give true extremism, whatever that is, wait, more room wait. to grow. Well, I need to unpack this last sentence. Uh, um, so, so public figures, so true extremism arises out of no influence, mm -hmm. and public figures cannot, they, they, public figures accusing people of extremism are just like, they aren't extremists, I'll show you what's extreme! Parker, there's no event in known history in which a mainstream political opposition has ever been like an extremist or a white nationalist group, it just hasn't happened. Uh, so it's ridiculous to assume that, like, this would ever happen in America. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, China is totally not taking, <laughs> you know, Muslim women and putting them into concentration camps right now in order to make, you know, uh, America, American sports leagues fucking bullshit. Like, yeah, that's not a real thing. Oh, nothing is real. So, yeah, basically their claim is that most crimes committed by political extremists have little to do with their political beliefs and even less to do with public figures. So this would be kind of believable if they didn't purposely pick and choose evidence like Parker has already been. Oh, my God. I, I called Parker Carl. Uh, well, we got to end the show now. Never mind. Um <laughs> Um, I mean, can we just send them an article about like that the 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 dude who was mailing bombs out? I don't we're think those were politically motivated. I think he just really didn't like, uh, <laughs> you know, good fellas, lizards. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is basically all based on on anecdote, and then just doesn't address the fact that like there's a link between violent people and violent crimes. Like, yeah, I bet a, a lot of people who are in like neo-nazi prison gangs like commit violent crimes i bet that they do like that's, that's probably and also like, like the oklahoma editorial board just has like it just it's it's next level astounding as to how they can refute the entirety of the bullshit they just spent six to seven paragraphs writing with two sentences where they're like all right I'll give you this, but that destroys my whole argument. So yeah, so that so so yeah. Let's not even try and engage uh, with like it's like it's like it's like the shittiest closer I can imagine on like a five paragraph essay for an English teacher in like the the ninth grade, right? Where you're like, okay, well, if you want to really make your argument persuasive, just omit something to the opposition and then hit him home with your conclusion because no timmy no timmy don't, don't granted the second famous. largest terrorist attack in american history happened here by a right-wing extremist but don't let that undermine what we're trying to say yeah. here it's not that big well, a deal and, and they don't even engage with the idea that all of politics is inherently violence because it's based on the legitimate exercise of violence see, oh, I don't know, every war in all of history where people believed in their politics to the point of taking other people's lives? You know, World War One, World War Two, 9-11, everything? I wonder if before publishing this, like, the editor just takes no. a walk by the Oklahoma City bombing memorial, has a, has a quick cigarette, then goes back inside. It's like, all right, time to publish this. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I want to just... This, this made me very mad, and, like, Parker, you're really really great you're right on it because they cited six instant six anecdotes okay where people with politically violent views committed crimes that weren't related and then and then they managed to cite four instances where a person with politically violent views committed a crime based on those views so um i'm just gonna go ahead 
and say hey, the attack is bigger than four. Uh, you're right. You're right. But you know what's bigger than six? Seven. The Charlie Hebdo attack in Paris, the Pulse nightclub shooting, and Robert Bowers, who attacked a Pittsburgh synagogue and drove a van covered in pro-Trump messages. So that's seven. And I'm going to go ahead and tell our listeners, uh, email a cut of this to the Oklahoman and tell them that the more resources on this they send me, the more I'll respond with. Because politician preaching violence resulting in violence is literally the easiest premise there is to prove. Like, it's the easiest thing in the world. So I can just do that. So yeah, no, they had six. I bring seven to the table. So there you go, Oklahoma Boom. editorial board. Ga- Gauntlet's in your fucking court, bro. <laughs> All- lawyered. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, with- if they could work computers, I'm sure that whoever wrote that wrote that on a typewriter. Like if they could work computers, they would like be so afraid. If they ever heard our show, they would be like, oh my God, we're being invaded. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> We don't have any socialist events this week because Carl is out and he is our resident social, social event uh, coordinator. But as always, you can find us at, at Red Star Over OK on Twitter. Our subreddit is our Red Star Over Oklahoma. You can listen on SoundCloud and iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You got a question, comment, complaint, concern, or you want me to send you a cut up clip of this so that you can email it to the Oklahoman because I don't feel like I should email the Oklahoman just clips of me telling them how awful they are <laughs> you could ask me at redstaroverokgmail.com and i'll cut that up and send it to you uh but as always tell your friends and rate and review on itunes and hey guys we will see you next week